Writing a book can be a lonely process. You might envision it as you sitting at your desk, tucked away in your office, not speaking to anybody else for hours on end. Doesn't sound like much fun, does it? Well, there is a way to do this differently. Welcome to the Unbound Writers Club. This is a place to retreat from the muggle ways of the world and be with fellow magical beings to receive insights about how to write a transformational book in a way that lights you up. And also to hear from other writers who are finding new ways. The Unbound Writers Club is for anyone who's curious about writing a transformational book, or maybe you're somebody who's already written one, but want to find a new way of making it a richer process. You'll feel at home here if you are willing to embark on the book writing process as transformative in itself. This is a space for deep divers, people who believe in magic, and those who know that you can change the world one book at a time. I'm your host, Nicola Humber, and I'm so delighted you're here. Come in, make yourself comfortable, and let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Unbound Writers Club. All of this month, we have been focusing on the theme of how to write in alignment with your cyclical nature. So really how to honour and harness the power of your cyclical nature as you're writing, rather than kind of what we're conditioned to do which is completely override it and just push through and I asked you at the beginning of the month if you listened to that episode to kind of be curious about how your creative energies ebb and flow from day to day week to week moment to moment really in relation to the different cycles that influence you so we talked about kind of your menstrual cycle if you have one the cycle of the moon and also the the creative cycle each creative project has a cycle of its own and I want to talk some more today about one particular aspect of the creative cycle we're going to be diving into the void stay with me it's not as scary as it sounds but before we do that I just want to check in with you you know how has it been If you've been paying more attention to your cyclical energies this month, what have you noticed? Is there anything that surprised you? How has it felt to kind of have that extra level of awareness? Perhaps it's felt quite liberating to recognize, oh, actually, the fact that one minute I'm feeling one way and one minute or one day I'm feeling one way and one day I'm feeling something else. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with me. (laughs) Um, That's just part of my, my cyclical nature. It can be incredibly freeing to recognize that. And have there been any parts of your cycle or your cyclical energies that you resist? You know, does it feel comfortable for you to slow down and pause? Or does it feel more comfortable for you to be in action or vice versa? I would love to hear what your insights have been around 
your creative energies and the cyclical nature of them. So please do um, come and find me on Instagram and drop me a message and let me know. I would love to hear from you. But today, as I said, we are going to be spending some time in the void. And this is a part of the creative cycle. I spoke about it a couple of episodes ago when I was introducing the theme for this month. It's a part of the creative cycle that we, well, it's just not honored <laughs> in the society that we live in. So we tend to feel resistance to it. We tend to feel, we can feel scared of this part of the cycle. What I mean by the void is that kind of in-between time, like when you feel that you've reached this point of completion with something, and it may be completion of a whole project, it may be just completion of one part of the project. And we find ourselves being in this place where it feels like nothing is happening, okay? It's like we don't know what's coming next. We don't know what to do next. There are no new ideas flowing. We're just in this place of stillness. And it can feel, like I said, quite unsettling. It can feel very unsettling, actually, because it's not a place that we are generally encouraged to be. We're encouraged to skip past this stage of the cycle altogether. And actually, we may, you know, I said this tends to come after uh, some kind of completion. And sometimes we haven't recognized that something's completed. It doesn't feel like it's completed to us. We feel like there's still so much more to do. So when we find ourselves in the void, this place where it's like we have no impulse or desire to be doing anything, there are no new ideas sparking. We can kind of feel like what's come before we don't really have an appreciation for what we've done. You know, maybe the enthusiasm and the momentum around what we've been doing has just dropped away completely. And that can feel like a real shock. It can be like, oh my goodness, what have I been doing? This must have been a waste of time because now I just feel like I'm in this place of nothingness and I have no idea what to do next. That is a scary place to be unless we actually acknowledge it as part and accept it as part of the normal cycle of creativity and also of life. You know, we need these times. And, you know, I mentioned in the episode a couple of, um, a few weeks ago at the beginning of the month in Gestalt therapy, this is called the fertile void. And it is, it's a very fertile place. It may not feel like it at the time, actually, very often it doesn't, unless we kind of allow ourselves to recognize, oh, hang on, this is where I am. Most of the time when we're in this place, we tend to be in resistance. So we don't recognize that it is deeply fertile. You know, when farmers are planting their crops with different fields, uh, Every few years, I'm not a farmer, I'm not an expert on this, but every few years they will leave a particular field fallow and not plant anything at all because it needs that time to restore, okay? And that's what we need as well, but we don't tend to allow it. And the void is such a key part of the creative cycle, you know, when you're writing a book, it's not going to be like you are 
actively writing the whole time. You can force yourself to do that and you can push through and make it happen and be writing every single day and for hours every day. You know, you can do that. But we want to be having these times within our writing process where we're allowing ourselves not to know what's next because that's where the magic happens. So in my second book, Unbound, there's a chapter on how one of the challenges of living unbound is that we have to learn to sit in the void, to spend time there, not to rush through it. And at the beginning of that chapter, I say the unbound woman recognizes that in order to know, we first need to allow ourselves not to know. And not knowing, again, is something that is kind of not allowed (laughs) in the society we live in. It's certainly not celebrated, but it's an incredible place of possibility. When you don't know, when you allow yourself just to say, actually, I don't know what's next. There are so many possibilities available to you. You're leaving all of the doors open. And at some point you will move out of the void. Like naturally, you will have this impulse to move forward. You will regain a sense of knowing. You will sense what's next. You know, what's the next step to take? What's the next idea to follow? But we don't want to rush that process. So how do you feel about that? You know, are you familiar with the void? Do you allow yourself to spend time there? In fact, I kind of see the whole of 2020, you know, I'm recording this episode in October 2020 towards the end of this year, which has, well, there's so many words for this year. It's been a transformational year. I use a more polite word for it. But I kind of see it that like collectively we are in the void right now and we don't really know what's next. And there is a lot of kind of trying to rush this process and particularly people in the political realm trying to rush to knowing. Whereas I feel like what we're being called to do individually and collectively is just allow ourselves to be in this in-between space, to be in not knowing, to sit in this fertile void from which the new ways that are so very needed will emerge. And it's not comfortable, but I think when we have an awareness that this is a natural part of the cycle, then we can cultivate our capacity to actually spend time here and appreciate the power of the void. And something that can help with that is the practice of deep agreement. So again, this is a practice that I talk about in my second book, Unbound, and it just does what it says. (laughs) It's about choosing rather than resisting what you're experiencing to move into deep agreement with it. So in terms of harnessing and honoring your cyclical nature, rather than us getting grumpy because maybe we're at a stage of our cycle 
where it feels like there's a lot going on, there's a lot of action, and maybe we're feeling a bit overwhelmed with that, rather than kind of, like I said, being grumpy or thinking of that in a negative way, we choose to be in deep agreement with it. And the same with kind of the the void, the kind of part of the cycle where actually we are kind of restoring ourselves, where we're filling our wells. Rather than resisting that and trying to rush through it, we choose to be in deep agreement. We kind of move closer to it rather than trying to move away from it. Because then we activate something else. And this is another theory that I love, um, which comes from Gestalt therapy, the paradoxical nature of change. How when you choose to accept something kind of about yourself or your situation or your experience that actually then is able to change. When we allow ourselves to be in deep agreement with the void or whatever part of the cycle we're in, it allows us to move through it rather than kind of getting stuck there. So that's my question to you as we complete this month of focusing on your cyclical nature and how that impacts on your writing. You know, what is your relationship with the void? What is your relationship with not knowing? And the next time you are kind of coming to do some writing or maybe working on another creative project and you recognize yourself in this place of, oh, it just doesn't feel like anything's happening. Rather than trying to force your way through it, allow yourself to be there and notice how that feels and what happens. And let me know, keep me posted with that. So I hope you've enjoyed this month of focusing on cycles and the cyclical nature of writing. Next month, as we move into November, we are going to be focusing on the third layer of Unbound Writing, which is to live your gift. I'll be talking more about that next week. And yeah, just let me know. Let me know any insights that bubble up for you. And I'll see you again very soon for another episode of the Unbound Writers Club. My new book, Unbound Writing, How to Write the Transformational Book You're Really Here to Write is out now. During this book, I take you through the different layers of the Unbound Writing approach. I share the four stages of writing a transformational book, and I'm also busting some of those myths that may have been holding you back up until now. Whether you're simply feeling the call to write a book or you've already started and you want to make sure that you're doing it in the most powerful way that creates a deep and rich connection with your readers, go get yourself a copy now. It's available everywhere books are sold.